Hey guys, today I'm here with Mishu Oliveira, who is an intuitive self-realization and psychedelic guide. We have already made an episode talking about psychedelic guidance, which is one of her areas of expertise, so I wanted to bring her back on a second time to talk more about how mushrooms have helped transform her life. So thank you so much for coming back on again. You're welcome. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super honored to be back again and to share more of my story and, and give a little more insight into how I got caught up in this wild, beautiful life that I now live with. Most of <laughs> yeah. Medicine, so, yeah. Yes. No, thank you so much for being yeah. here. So, oh, you're welcome. so first I wanted to ask about your first mushroom experience and what made you want to continue with it. My first mushroom experience was in 1985 when I was 15 years old and it was a bunch of friends of mine. We were um, going to see the Grateful Dead and we were just gotten to the parking lot and it was a huge party. It was basically that's the whole like the, the parking lot scene and we all took we had a bag of mushrooms and we didn't have a scale and there were about oh. seven of us. And we each took like, I don't know, like two or three a piece and just ate them. And we didn't have any concept of anything about psychedelics whatsoever. Um, they tasted horrible. And within, I remember within 30 or so minutes, like it was very quick. It was all of a sudden like felt like this, this giddiness, like this like internal silliness started welling up inside me. And I looked around at all my friends and they were all kind of in the same space of like, what's happening? Like, I don't know. Like, what's happening with you? Like, do you feel that too? And we were all just trying to figure it out. And we just all started laughing. And all we could do, like, I felt like we were at the show. The show was probably amazing. And I mean, Jerry Garcia is obviously still alive in 1985. So we're seeing the actual Grateful Dead, which is amazing. And But the whole night was just full of silliness and laughter. And I felt um, more connected to my heart, I feel like. In that moment, I felt as 15, of, of all the substances that I had tried, cannabis, alcohol, cocaine, LSD, like all the things that I had already done, I had really found something that, um, I don't know, connected me to a place in myself that is really hard to access from any other substance, I feel. So mushrooms, right off the bat, uh, what I really loved about them was the heart, heart connection and also just the feeling of the expansion, like in your mind that you have, you're connected, you feel a connection to yourself and everything around you, like your friends, your community, what you're doing in your life, whether or not it's connected or not, you feel an urgency to connect. So I feel of the substances that I've done, my first experience with mushrooms really kind of solidified my interest in expanding, I guess, you know? Yeah. That's awesome. I feel like that's yeah, yeah. how we should all normally feel. We should all normally feel connected to everything yeah. around that was us. Before my life destroyed me though for a while. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah. or I destroyed myself in in my life. But yeah, when you're 15 though, you don't really know like you don't have a consciousness around like oh I have to have intentions or I have to like work through trauma or whatever. Like right. you're just having a good time. You're with your buddies and right. you're having fun. And, Maybe that's a fun way to start too, without the intention, right? Or without the like the need to fix something, just to take mm -hmm. them and see what happens, you know? Yeah, yeah. definitely. I definitely also felt yeah. a very big sense of connectedness the first time I tried mm -hmm. it. And I felt yeah. more like, you know, separated from the cloud of <laughs> reality of like, oh, there's so much to yeah. do. There's so much going on. But then you're like, no, like everything yeah, is hustle, okay. bustle in your mind. Yeah, it mm -hmm. all kind of just quiets down. You can just and, be, and it feels cool just to be. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So after your first experience, what was your drive to try it again? Was it to gain that same experience or was it a different um, drive this time? Yeah. I think the next time I really wanted to go further 
because I had felt like what I'd felt was um, I, I had the overwhelming sense of it was the tip of the iceberg. That, mm. that thought kept coming back that it was like this, you know, whatever I had done, however much I had done, a couple of stems and some caps or what, I don't even know what it even was, but whatever I had done was really fun. But I bet there was this understanding in the back of my mind that if I just did a little bit more, I bet it'd be even better. Right. And so I've the friends of mine that I had had access to psychedelics. And so we got more and we ended up having a much bigger experience. And it was I mean, there was parts of that that were a little scary because when you take more, you're pulled further out of your out of your ability to have agency over yourself in a way that can produce results, right? So when you're, when you're on a big dose of mushrooms, like you don't really have the ability to, to correct things or to change your thought patterns or whatever. You're just, I feel like you're a piece of driftwood on a river just getting taken out, down to whatever down there, you know, whatever's awaiting out at the bottom, whether it's rapids or a hundred foot drop, or maybe it's just still calm pool. But that experience um, gave me more respect for mushrooms. I felt like it really kind of... Um, gave me some fear, kind of like the ocean. It's beautiful. You love it, but it can also, I mean, mushrooms can't kill you like the ocean can, but they can really mess you up in a way that's terrifying, right? So you respect the medicine after you had a hard time, but um, I guess seeking always to go a little further, a little further, a little further, a little further, um, see what else I can learn about myself or what else I can be shown. Because I felt like even early on, I was aware that they were showing me things or they were reminding me of things of myself. Um, but yeah. Yeah, no, for definitely. Uh, there's always this, you know, voice in the back of my head. That's like, you can learn more. You can learn more. You can learn more. And it's like, you can always learn more. Yeah. The further you go with it, the further it takes you inward into this inner world. And, yeah. and it shows you things that you wouldn't even think to know you know <laughs> like exactly which is the cool part actually yeah and it, <laughs> it, it, it you can i've noticed that you can ask it questions in a certain state but it won't yeah. always give you the answers it'll only give you little hints yeah. bit by bit and i was yeah. you know talking to someone about this it. <laughs> yeah don't ask them for certain things because they're going to kind of elude you too i think they like to play tricks they like mm -hmm. to get you to go to different places in your mind that actually are more important that you should be thinking about yeah they're fun no that's actually interesting that you said that because you know the last one i had i was you know at a point where it was sucking me in to the other side but yeah. i could still i was aware of what was going on so i could ask questions yeah. and i that's why i feel like i forgot like a lot of it you know and and that's a weird you know moment for me because i took way more and i remembered every single second of it but i had no say i had no idea what was going on and I couldn't yeah. question anything that was happening. I was just like, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, so, that's good and bad sometimes for people, I feel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so why do you think that mushrooms help us mentally? Or um, could help us mentally? Well, there's, there's a couple reasons. Um, scientifically speaking, what happens when you take mushrooms is that psilocybin, which is converted to psilocin, upon the, you know, your own personal digestion of of the mushrooms is connecting the portions of your mind that are responsible for cognitive thought so frontal cortex hippocampus um, i'm not a brain person i don't have a doctor degree in medical stuff that deals with the brain but i've done a lot of research and i've taken a lot of mushrooms and i've worked with a lot of people to watch what happens in all certain in all circumstances um, and what happens is your consciousness is being opened 
And what I've seen myself personally is when your consciousness is being opened, you're being given basically like a hundred thousand times zoom goggles into your personal everything. Your how you're thinking, why you're thinking, um, your past, your just pretty much everything that you can access within your ability to go deeper within is blown wide open. So now you know you're having access to insights around things that ha- happened maybe years ago or with your mother, maybe her generational stuff from really, really long time ago. Like you're, you're accessing all your lineage basically. <laughs> and so how it helps, it also is suppressing your default mode network. So your default mode network in your mind is responsible for rumination of thoughts and for basically the things that uh, cause your mind to, to just grind away at certain ideas or certain patterns. Um, it also helps to break up limited belief systems, uh, fear-based belief systems. It basically is helping you to reprogram your mind so that you can form pathways of truth, right? Of universal truth and collective consciousness of more awareness, I guess, to uh, what's the better way of being, right? To what's the way of being that's um, part of being in a collective of people that is looking for positive change instead of being selfish and acting singularly. When you take mushrooms, I think innately, because of the nature, the mycelial nature of how it connects and how it grows and lives, it's con- you're connecting yourself into the, you're plugging into the network, so to speak, right? And so by nature of taking that entity, you are already coming into a place of feeling more inspired to do more, to connect to yourself more and to you know, connect to what's around you more to uh, do that work. So, I mean, it's, it's helping people multiply in like, it's, it's helping people's minds slow down to not ruminate on thoughts. It's helping your mind open and expand to see and to connect with your heart. I think the heart space factor is something that is pretty powerful. And I think a lot of people go through their lives without being connected to their hearts. So when you're connected to your heart, you're coming from a place of more joy and gratitude just to begin with. So right off the bat, it's doing, there's so many things that it's, that, that mushrooms are doing for people and myself personally, like I have watched my own process for almost, we're going on six years now with this. And, um, my life is absolutely different. hundred <laughs> percent. Like I went from homelessness and struggling with 200 shoulders to, uh, manifesting my life of my dreams. I mean, I, I'm married to the love of my life. I have an amazing career and I guess it's a life path more than a career, but I help people connect to this medicine in extremely beautiful ways. And that's day after day, every day. And it's, I am absolutely blessed. I'm honored to my depths of existence and uh, I am grateful to the mushrooms. Honestly, <laughs> That's yeah. amazing. It's, it's very beautiful. Like, do you believe that you have been given information in a psychedelic state that you didn't know previously? Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A lot of information actually. Um, I was shown uh, several years ago, back in 2018 on about four grams um, of golden teachers that there is a lot happening in the world and our culture that is, uh, doesn't have to be that way. And the right way to do things is to rewire our thoughts around how we take care of ourselves and how we look at healing and how we look at pain management and how we look at uh, medicine in general, how we look at all these different things. So for example, what mushrooms have shown me, told me, shared with me is that they are a medicine of the earth. They don't want to be put into a dust and put into a pill form that replicates Western medicine. 
not okay. Disrespectful to the you know plant, to the medicine, to the entity of 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 the mushroom. Um, also, the pill form is a replication of what we've been trying to have help us, which is not helping us. Taking a pill and expecting you know some sort of connectedness or expecting our, our pain or our woes to just go away like dink, like that's not how it works. So you can't just take a, a microdose capsule and go on about your day and think life's going to be great. Because what psychedelics are actually asking us to do, especially mushrooms, mushrooms are asking us to connect to ourselves. They're going to give us the insight, the vision into what it is. And then through integration with folks who have done a lot of this work, like myself and many others now around the world, we're here to help you connect to the message of the mushrooms that they're going to show you. The mushrooms are going to make you feel better, but they're also going to give you access to the deeper work that allows you to go further in yourself, becoming a better person, right? Climbing up a little higher than your vibration might have already given you. So it's it's a twofold thing. They're asking you to connect, but they're also uh, taking some of your physical elements of dissatisfaction or sadness away. So, yeah. But yeah. No, I think it's it's truly fascinating how they will work through your life and how they seem to yeah. know everything about you. <laughs> yeah. And well, they're sharing your knowledge. They're reminding yeah. you of what you already know from past lives, from past experiences. Mm-hmm. But they're teaching you. They're sharing a lot of knowledge. It's basically, I think it's a combo of being reminded, but also being taught what's true. Universal truth is going to come through almost like two or so hours right after your trips is about to be over, you're going to have a lot more connection to like real consciousness from, from source basically. So the things that you're hearing or seeing or feeling, that's a real thing. That's a real, those are real thoughts. Those are real feelings. So trusting your intuition becomes super paramount. That's a big deal to trust Mm -hmm. what you already feel without knowing why you feel it or know it. It's just, you have to just blindly trust what comes through. So yeah, they're sharing a lot of information especially different strains, mm-hmm. specifically golden teachers. Anything golden teacher related is going to be more philosophical. So strains like, uh, for example, penis envy, they're a little bit less on the cerebral, on the mystical, the spiritual um, enlightenment aspects, more keen on the visual and on the energetic feelings. So, but by strain, certain strains are going to be uh, way more facilitating of thought and of consciousness expansion. So... That's cool. Like recently, I've mostly been having experiences with penis envy, and those have you know insane visuals, and you know even just if you have a you know get it from a good grower, uh, the energy can be very strong from these mushrooms. And you know, I didn't even take that much, and it still tried to pull me through on my (laughs) on my last stronger strains. You don't have to take. It's like you you take a, a one or two grams. Of penis envy and for some strains it's like double the strength of of some of them mm-hmm. so yeah, yeah two and... grams can be like four grams <laughs> yes <laughs> and i was yeah. walking i went to you know this nature place really close to me and i yeah. you know laid down on the ground and i felt an unreal sensation of being like pulled into the earth and i really felt like the mushrooms were like going inside of me and i couldn't stop moving it was so crazy but it, awesome. I was cold, I was hot, I was, you know, when you yeah. hallucinate, yeah. that happens. And, yeah, and yeah. I was, you know, going to text my friend and be like, hey, can you bring a blanket? And I was like, no. And then when I lied back down, I got, you know, I was hearing these things and it was like, you're cold? So what? What do you think we have to deal with? And I was like, oh my God, the trees are dying. 
<laughs> like literally it was like all the plants awesome. were telling yeah. me like you know this is part of survival this is life you have to be okay with being uncomfortable yeah, and i was yeah. like whoa that's fantastic yeah it's it was a reality very check beautiful. right there yeah perspective and, is everything perspective is everything. and once i switched my mindset i got so warm my entire body yeah. was like filled with this love and warmth like a blanket like it, yeah yes yeah. it's that's awesome it's insane and i wanted to talk about the the past life thing how you said like or how they can bring up um you know trauma from even like generations before to work through can you talk about that a little bit yeah for sure so we um our souls are very old like we are all i mean some of us are older than others but some of our, our spirits are very old and we have had multiple lives so for example what I was shown and what I've been shown by mushrooms on really on much larger doses, maybe like four or five grams, nothing too much over that, but on a little bit bigger doses with really potent uh, mushrooms, certain people I feel that are really connected to psychic space. Um, myself, I've always been psychic from a really young age and I tried to drink that away because it was too much information. Um, but taking mushrooms enhances that. It opens up your third eye to such a degree that if you're already a little bit psychic, now you're going to be really psychic, like in a way that it's like a flood of knowledge, of insight, of wisdom, of truth coming through. And what um, <laughs> what I've been shown and told, shared, shared with, is that the things that you know or that you have knowledge of innately in yourself, you have done those things before in another life. There's no other way for you to know those. Okay. So things that you feel drawn to, maybe it's a thing like, uh, I don't know, whatever it is, you know more than you think you know. Trust always how you feel. Your intuition, your intuition is coming through all the time, reminding you of things. So those are past life experiences. Those are things that you've done, that you've known, that maybe um, you have an awareness of maybe how you died a, a few times, maybe things that are really scary for you or scary for a reason. Um, so start to trust, like mushrooms start to show you and teach you how to start to trust what your intuitions are as far as like what comes through for you or what you start to feel. The more you take psychedelics, especially mushrooms, um, you're going to be put into spaces of higher awareness, right? So when you start paying attention to what those awarenesses are, they start making sense in a way that is it's hard to refute the evidence of that. So this is an assignment on Earth, right? Right now, these meat suits that we have we have are this are this assignment. So we're learning what we can based upon past trauma, past experiences with my mom, my dad, merging the two generations. And working through that work of those people, essentially. So I am myself, but I'm also part of my mother's trauma. I'm part of my father's trauma. So as we go along our lives, we are doing the work of those generations also. So we have a lot of, we have a burden because I feel like this time period in our culture, there's been generations of no work being done, of, of escapism, of denying that things are even wrong, of trying to push things to a place of just, oh, everything's fine. Let's smooth it all over. And we're just going to act like everything's great and take pills and try to feel better. And that was never the way, right? So what's being, so past lives, all these things come together to connect into some truth that is unfolding basically with psychedelics and people that I keep working with um, from all over the world are sharing their stories with me and sharing their experiences. Now, if it's, it's not just me saying this now, it's other people. So how is that wrong when that's their lived experience as well as my own? So uh, 
<laughs> that's yeah. what I've been shown. And that's what <laughs> they're being shown. So I'm going to go with that, you know? Yeah. No, I, yeah. I wish, you know, it wasn't all about, you know, uh, dulling people's emotions with, you know, different chemicals. I wish it was more about opening our minds. I'll tell you why. Do you know why that is? Because our society as a whole doesn't have answers for existential questions like who we are and what ourselves, you know, all the inner workings of how we function. They don't have access to that deeper stuff because they've never taken psychedelics. So they're hoping that taking a pill to just numb all of your, how you feel about life and yourself and this, this disconnection, that that just goes away. But that's not the answer. The way through is in. Mm-hmm. And in is with mushrooms or serotonin-based classic psychedelics that access the parts of you that are, that are heart-based parts. Mm-hmm. Things like ketamine, ketamine is a, is a, it's a, it's a drug. It's basically targeting your body's opioid receptors and it's a dissociative drug. So it's not giving you real true access to yourself. It's making you feel better for a little while and then it's done. But what kind of true access are you getting to yourself? Mm-hmm. I don't know. From what I've heard from people who have taken those treatments, um, they, they're coming to me for help saying that they had horrible experiences for the most part from the people that I've wow. been working with. So I don't know. Mushrooms give you access to what is true in yourself, in your, in your history of being a soul on this, on this plane of existence. And, uh, it's pretty powerful stuff. We're literally skimming the surface of what I think is to be understood and learned from them. Definitely. Even after I have my experiences with them, my mind works completely differently for like a whole week after that. I'm coming up with so many conclusions about life. I I like explode my own brain, but it definitely. (laughs) Well, the more you do, that psilocybin will reside in your mind for weeks afterwards, the more you do. So if you're doing like, you know, 3.5 to 4 grams, that's going to stay with you for several weeks. And your mind is going to continue firing in those ways of flow state and creativity really nicely for a long time. Mm. So, yeah, Yeah, it's amazing. Uh, And even the more I'm connecting with, you know, these mushrooms, the more I'm thinking, you know, mycelium, which is, you know, where they come from, it's the mother. I'm really thinking it's like mother nature because without mycelium, you know, our ecosystems wouldn't survive. It's like written down. It's like a fact. So it's these shrooms and they make you connect to the earth. Why do they give us so much love for our own planet? And it really freaks me out how these have been, you know, taken away from us for all this time when it is, this is the clear way how we're going to show people that this is our home. We should love our home. And we're just like mm-hmm. separated, like, no, we don't care. This is just where we walk. Like, no, like this create this earth, this mother nature created us. Why are we yeah. not respecting it? Yeah. <sighs> it's a culture of fear and a culture of essentially not wanting people to be empowered with themselves because people empowered with themselves are harder to control and manipulate. So right off the bat, if you're having a substance that expands consciousness and awareness, you're not going to let your people have that because you're not going to be able to get away with the last 50 years of bullshit that's been happening in this country. All the bullshit. Let's go way back. Like, let's go back to when, I mean, I'm f- almost 53. So let's go back to when I was a kid. This shit has been going on for those, that, that long. And it's, it's bullshit. Like, so, how, so many things, the American dream, it's not to 
that's not to benefit us. It's to benefit yep. everybody else but us. We're we're slaves, basically. Yes, to that, that is culture. very that's true. Not, that's not the culture that we're meant to live ever. And we should have never gotten away from earth-based medicine or religion. So honestly, what it comes down to is a culture that was created by fear, by power-hungry, I want to go say white men, very far, far long ago. And it was um, not geared it was not geared for anyone's real true um true success of, of people or as a self it was meant to be we're all cogs in a wheel we don't we don't need to have identities or self-awareness or self-realization or empowerment or any of those things so squash our emotions make us into sheep and put us to work so mm -hmm. yeah and give us yeah and give us poison to distract us from and make make, <laughs> from make something called money that we can work and kill each other for to buy things that don't fucking matter that don't even make us feel better when we have them so guess what fucking a let's go yes so get us so, so let me work towards that really nice fancy car that when i drive it i still have a fucking giant hole in my heart because i don't know who the fuck i am and i don't know what my purpose is here so fuck it take mushrooms yeah. and find out exactly Next. that it is the the basic <laughs> is the most you important are, thing what you're supposed to do yeah yeah mm -hmm. why, that's, why are we here like that's where yeah. true happiness comes from nothing else yeah. it's yeah, finding yeah. out who you are and you know making yourself better and speaking of making yourself better i know that shrooms have very amazing capabilities of you know helping us get rid of our addictions and i would love for you to talk about how it helped you in that way Awesome. I'd love to. So it's a, it's a, well, it's an interesting topic because I had three things that I was basically um, that mushrooms took from me, altered, switched around, and then put back to me to kind of work with and learn from. And I'll talk first about nicotine. Um, I smoked since I was 11 years old. I smoked a lot, and I could not quit cigarettes for for any reason. I ended up vaping. I was vaping uh, up until I quit, and in 2020, I just I felt that. Um, I could just walk away. And I did. And I haven't smoked a single cigarette since. I've never thought about it. And I really, truly feel when I start to think about it, that in that time, that mushrooms are telling me that you're cool to just walk. You don't need these anymore. You don't, you're not addicted to this anymore. And it was true. I wasn't, right? So that was the first one, gone. So then it's cannabis. Um, actually, no, then it was alcohol. Alcohol was uh, taken from me. Also, uh, actually, in 2018, the way that I drank was excessive for about 35 years. I drank compulsively every day. I was miserable. Um, every day after work, I would get at least a six pack or more. I would drink to feel good about myself, drink to cal calm down, drink to find some sort of sense of normalcy. I don't know. Everyone else does it. So it felt like, you know, you're part of the status quo. Uh, I drank for a really long time. I was just, I was miserable. And that was a way for me, I felt um, it was the lesser of all the evils to just, I felt like I needed to be sedated in a way because my mind was so full of trauma that I didn't know how to work through, so full of really horrible experiences. I had no tools to manage, and I didn't have any other way to deal to manage myself. So drinking was pretty much the de facto way to be. And so when I started taking mushrooms, I started taking them because it felt good. I got reconnected with them back in January of 2018, and I was able to take about 3.5 to 4 grams once a month was my maintenance dose. Because it felt good. It was the one time a month that I could actually laugh and have joy and be silly. Because every other day I'm drinking and I just felt fucking terrible. I felt awful. So once a month for seven months, 
I took an eighth or so of mushrooms. And one morning I woke up and I didn't have this hole to drink away. Just wasn't there. Just woke and up. I, that, that one day, yeah, that, that, that one day, I just woke up and was like, you know what? I'm not drinking today. I don't need it. And I didn't. And I went like that for about a year. And then I started doing these experiments. So I was like, well, let me, let me see for sure. I need to replicate. Did mushrooms actually take this away from me? So let's try. Let's, let's replicate this. And let's do this different ways. So at the time, I was homeless. Um, I started drinking a couple times here and there throughout the week. First time it made me sick. I actually threw up. It was like I was drinking poison. I had to push through that to get back to where I was with drinking almost every day again. And then in the later part of 2019, I started taking like an eighth every two weeks to see if I couldn't fast. You know, I didn't want to wait for seven months. I wanted to do it in like a month <laughs> or two months. So let's see if I can do that because I want to see if mushrooms really are, are they responsible for this? So I started, I did an eighth in two weeks, had a huge experience. A lot of, there was a lot of spiritual awakening stuff in between 2018 and 2019, huge changes, huge visions, all kinds of insane shit I'm seeing and feeling and understanding. And with, by the end of November, done alcohol. It took about a month and a half to – I the thought, the taste, the smell, I didn't want it. So I went about a year with none of cannabis, none of alcohol, um, started doing more experimenting again. And what I find is that I can't ever go back to the life that I have with alcohol, being a, drunk, a drunkard that I drink all the time to get drunk. I can have maybe a couple drinks, two, three drinks max. Cider is all I can really drink now. Can't drink hard alcohol, can't drink beer. Um, and I don't want it every day. And it's, I just, I don't have the ability to drink obsessively and compulsively anymore. I just, I can't physically do that anymore. And so I really feel mushrooms rewired my DNA with alcohol in a way that it's fun. I can do it for on occasion out with friends or if I'm home cooking, sometimes it's nice to have a cider while I cook. But my relationship with alcohol is completely different. It's like I don't seek it to get away. It's fun on occasion with friends out being social. But even then, the vibration of that substance is very low. And so I feel um, it's not the same. It's not the same. Because mm -hmm. I, I know what's different. I know that mushrooms are a higher place, that I enjoy being more than alcohol. Um, but I'm also going through like phases of I feel like the alcohol, when I have a little bit to drink, it brings me back to those places in my mind so I can revisit those places of who I was to understand why I was drinking in the first place, which is fucking cool because it lets me do the work. So now I go back to those places. I understand I have perspective to see into why and to really unpack and get into the meat of what was my, just all the reasons behind alcohol. Why was it such a thing? And what was going back, I'm sure generations of family, it was in my life. So, um, so yeah, so psychedelically, um, mushrooms took alcohol addiction away from me, rewired my DNA with it, and allowed me now to do uh, several years of research about how alcohol and mushrooms, basically substance-wise, how that works in your body, um, just in every possible way, how to understand how it how it really works, and how it works too. If you if you don't take mushrooms all the time for the first couple of years your interest in drinking eventually comes back over time. If you're taking like tiny little amounts, like microdosing, but if you take macrodoses once a month, your desire to drink is pretty much squashed. 
Now, what's cool is that now um, I'm doing a new, new experiment on psychedelics in general. I haven't really taken much at all this year. I, don't, I haven't taken a big dose. Uh, the biggest dose I've taken is about two and a half grams. And I've only taken it probably three times this year, like in a bigger dose like that. So I'm trying to feel how my mind goes without a lot of psychedelics, not just the, the alcohol stuff, because that's not really a thing, but what my mental state does. And so it's interesting to watch the darkness kind of start to come in a little bit with the less amount of mushrooms, but I don't really need to take mushrooms. I'm not really in a crisis place anymore. So in a way, um, they've really kind of obliterated the parts of myself that were always anxious, always depressed, always dealing with PTSD. I don't have those anymore. So I'm allowed to do now the really deep work beyond, you know, behind who I am as a person, like what makes me me. So it's really kind of cool. And uh, yeah. Yeah, that's beautiful. Uh, were you, <laughs> did you have the intention, like every time you went into your trips, like I'm going to, you were thinking about alcohol or no? You were just like, I let, let it take everything me. go. I don't have intentions. My one intention is to shut the hell up and let the mushrooms speak. My intentions are to be, to surrender and to be brave and to go in to what is scary. So my intentions are to lay back and be open and receptive to whatever. Because when you have an intention, here's what I watch with my clients all the time. When my clients coming in for their first journeys, I really want to do this work. I've got so much to do. I want to do this work. I've, I've got things to deal with. I'm suffering. They want to fix it. They want to get the work done, chop, chop, right? So they don't, they're setting all these intentions when they have their journey and, and they come out of it. And I can see on their faces right away that none of what they wanted to have happen, happened. So now what do they have? Disappointment. Yep. After it, but the rest of the experience was beautiful. What they felt was fantastic. They felt themselves for the first time, like truly. But because these things on the list didn't happen, well, now it's a fucking loss, right? That sucks. So instead of setting an intention to have intentions, the, the intention should be the, the mushrooms have a message for you of what's important in your life right now. And it's up to you to surrender your ideas of what you're going to try to fix and solve and achieve to let them come through with what's meant for you right now. That's what I've learned. Yes. Yes. And definitely tell us about the cannabis part too. Cannabis part was, I was, um, I've always been a daily smoker from when I was again, like really young, 10, 11 years old, smoking every day, all day. Cannabis has always been very helpful to me. Um, I've also known, learn that it's, it can hinder in some ways and can create anxiety depending on where you are in your life. So I was able to take breaks from cannabis for a good solid year. Um, I'm actually doing some research with it now and with mushrooms and I've kind of allowed myself this last year to go back into using it again. Took a couple breaks here and there in between a um, month or so off, just nothing, just not using it. So I'm kind of feeling out how it feels in my life right now. I feel like right now I'm back to the gym. So cannabis feels good in my body. So I'm allowing myself that kind of medicine. Cause I don't take pills for pain. I don't do any kind of anti-inflammatories or ibuprofen or NSAIDs. I'm allergic, so I can't take them. Um, but cannabis is nice for my body, but it's also something that I feel like it can, if I'm going too far into it, can mess my memory up over, over time. So I have to be careful with it, especially with what's out nowadays because it's so strong that um, it just really scrambles your brain. So you just kind of have to be careful. Um, cannabis, though, I feel um, is the lesser of those two psychoactive substances. So those are sisters basically together. They work together. So when 
cannabis is introduced to your psilocybin trip, it's going to boost it up. It's going to prolong it and lengthen it. And um, I don't know. I feel like it's fun. It definitely has a place in my life. And now I'm learning uh, mushrooms have given me a different relationship to cannabis. They've kind of helped me to be less compulsive and more aware of how it feels to take that substance into my body. So I'm glad for the awareness. I'm, I'm happy to have the ability to kind of connect more to the experience of using it. And if I feel like I can get, I can get more out of using it, having now my mind opened up to being able to feel on a deeper level. So, yeah. That's awesome. Every time I take mushrooms, they always try to like, I don't know, give me some info, like, you know, do this better, do that better, like eat better, do that. Yeah. Like it's always sending these messages across. Even mm-hmm. I don't, I barely yeah. drink alcohol, but even with alcohol, it's like, yeah. you don't need that. And it is so low vibrational. I have, it's low that's why I, it is. I try to yeah. stay away from it more because, you know, even yeah. the next day you're, you're just flat. Like, I don't know. That's, that's, you're mm-hmm. cloudy ears, but with yeah, psilocybin. It's a whole different thing. Yeah. yeah you're, you're like lifted up. You're feeling mm-hmm. sparkly. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, yeah. And your yeah. brain's working extra good. <laughs> brain's functioning sharp, sharp. Yes. Yeah, very yeah. sharp, sharp. Yeah. So sharp. do you microdose? And if you do, what um, benefits have you found from that? Um, microdosing, I've definitely done experimenting with microdosing of LSD and with mushrooms. I find personally LSD is more fun. Um, it has more energy. So when you microdose LSD, your energy and flow state really comes through in a really powerful way. Your mind is really sharp. You're enhanced in a way that anything you do at work is just, it's above and beyond and anyone else around you who's not on that substance because you're just so, you're so tuned in. Your energy is high. It's actually also an analgesic. So your pain, if you have any pain like myself, old injuries or old whatever, or just new injuries or soreness, gone. <laughs> like six, seven hours. Mushroom microdosing for me, um, I like to sometimes take um, maybe like a high microdose, maybe like 0.5, and sometimes go out to the club for dancing and stuff. It's kind of fun. It feels fun to be a little more social. Um, It doesn't impair me in a way like taking a lot of other substances would, I guess. Like if you're having like more drinks, like it doesn't get me like sloppy. It just gets me more in tune with myself in in a solid way. So microdosing for me is kind of fun. I, I noticed that um, I enjoy bigger doses of, of mushrooms, I feel like, if I'm going to have to choose between doing a small micro and doing maybe – I like a meso dose, which is a middle dose. So between probably uh, two and two and a half grams or so is a really good one. If you've got really good, um, strong strong mushrooms, it's really nice to have, you know, about a middle dose. So, yeah. Yeah, definitely agree with that because sometimes the microdose is just like – you just want more from it. But I have had, you know, good experience microdosing. I think it helps me focus a lot better. Uh, makes nice. me very happy and energized. And mm-hmm. yeah, just like, but it's so short. It's only like three or four hours you feel yeah, nice. Yeah, it's quick. Yeah. It's super quick. Yeah. They need to figure out yeah. how to prolong that feeling. <laughs> Take more. <laughs> yeah, I guess, I guess. Take more. Yeah, or try some LSD because that's mm-hmm. definitely longer. That's like six, seven hours. Yeah. Oh yeah, can you explain like how I know that they, you know they come in like tabs or something, but like how do you I make tincture micro- actually? So yeah, that's that's I, cool. I make a tincture, so that's how I do it. Yeah, <laughs> very cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So 
when you how do you do your psychedelic guidance for people uh it depends on this on the person where they're at in their in their journey right now and um it's basically dependent upon if they need integration if they've already taken psychedelics and they're just trying to get some sort of access to what is true for their situation some sort of insight into what came through for them so that kind of integration is a lot of what my psychedelic guidance is is helping is basically guiding people back to themselves with the messages that psychedelics have shown them. So people are going to take these big doses of whatever it is and have these huge profound experiences. And then it's important to have somebody who's done similar work to help you decipher what comes through for you. Otherwise to not do that and just try to hold on to what happened in that moment is it's part, it's only half of what's available to you. The other part of it is as you go through your next couple of weeks after your journey, you get more insight coming through, more things that need to be integrated. So the guidance aspect is important that way. The second way I guide people is in actual journeys physically to sit for first or second or third or however many times, but to sit with people for actual journeys on larger macro and meso doses. So while someone is taking a dose, I'm basically in the room with them to kind of just make sure that they have someone safe there. And then if things go kind of hairy or get in a way that feels uncomfortable to them, I'm happy to put someone back into their lane in a way that's safe and comfortable for them. Towards the end of a journey, which I find is my favorite part, um, helping people integrate on the fly when they're still in psychedelic space because they're getting universal truth. I'm in that space with you because of my psychic goodness. I'm feeling where they're at. So I'm already in a space of knowing what they're experiencing, if their emotional you know, emotions are coming through. I'm able to kind of feel where that's coming from and to help put them into a space of connecting to that experience in the moment, which is phenomenally amazing. So um, the guidance that I do is it's kind of several fold. It's, it's, it's dependent upon where the person is in their process or in their work. So, yeah, that's great because, you know, these experiences can be a lot to handle and, yeah. It's Absolutely. sometimes like you have to figure it out yourself and being able to have someone who can walk you through that or help you understand yeah. it would be so helpful, especially that's the whole point. That's yeah, the point. right that's when the point. you're in that space. Yes, that's awesome. You need, you need insight. You need someone to decipher what the hell it all means. Yeah. It's not, not going to mean, and your therapist isn't going to be able to help you because they've never done psychedelics more than likely. If they've done it, it was 20 years ago at a college thing or whatever it was. But have they done any really deep personal work with themselves, with other people in the space of psychedelics? Probably not. So you really need someone who has, because otherwise it's lost. Like, yeah, they, lost. they, and you know? the regular therapist will not understand what you're saying either. Like, they, there's similar, I feel like I've heard there's similar experiences people have on mushrooms yeah. that can, like, you know, you can start to understand um, what these meetings yeah. are. So being able Absolutely. to have a guide like that would be golden <laughs> it's, huge. it's really important yeah it's super important yeah and you told me like a bunch of people are reaching out to you now like and you know you're you're busy 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 like there's a lot of it's amazing <laughs> <laughs> i'm doing um anywhere between one to two guides a week usually one or two journeys a week so yeah it's awesome yeah that is yeah. amazing yeah that and this tons it, of integration calls and yeah it really shows you know people are starting to wake up and they're it's happening. they're learning yeah. it's it is happening the shift is the shift is happening right now so yes. yeah ah. beautiful. <laughs> i want so to thank exciting. you so much again for having me on this on your podcast like i, I always i always love talking to you and the first time was awesome and so the second time i was really excited to do it again so no I thank to you thank you for that.
I feel honored yeah, to have welcome. you on. And please, yeah, like, tell. I'm so honored to be here. Yes, and tell everyone like where they can reach out to you, where they can find you. You can find me literally. Type my name. Type in um, Mishu Oliveira right there um, in the Google, and you'll find all kinds of cool. Uh, my website is there. There's some um, interviews. I think there's an interview by the Boston Globe there. Uh, it should be by, uh, by the Harvard Crimson. There's an interview. Uh, I think it's a live uh, a voice interview there. There are um, a bunch of other things that I've contributed to on Google. Uh, but you can also find me on Facebook. You can find me on Instagram at Mishu413. You can find me uh, on my website, MishuOlivera.com. And yeah, you can find me by just manifesting. That's what I'm going to do. So. <laughs> yes. I just appear. You, like you did. Room, just pop out you, of nowhere. Yeah. Like, here, what's up? Let's go. Let's do this. I'm here to guide you. <laughs> yes, you are so amazing. Thank you for doing what you do. I don't know about amazing. You. I'm just raw and real and here to make the best of this life right here for everybody. You can have the courage to step in and seek themselves. Thank you so much. I appreciate Thank you. you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. How do cannabis CEOs balance growth and optimization strategies? What is THCO, Delta 10, and CBNA, and why should you care about these minor cannabinoids? And why is an endocannabinoid system covered in medical school? Most people think they're up to date in trends in the cannabis industry, but they're about six weeks behind. Learn about what is truly next in the cannabis space by joining myself, Brian Fields, and Kellen Finney every week on the Dime Podcast and, of course, on PodConnects.